I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi! Welcome to Scam Wow! I'm Sue Smith. I'm Caitlin Brodnick. And And we we love love scams. scams. Guys, we we love scams. We love you. We're all in this together, this thing called life that's just slowly tripping by. Thing called 2020 that's just dragging on for eons. Why won't it go? So many things have sped up in my life. Like, I felt like I've missed a summer. I've missed the beginning of fall. I don't know where I am. What's my name? But 2020 is like this cyst that won't go away. 2020 is like a fucking... Hemorrhoid. It's a hemorrhoid that you won't get rid of until the baby comes. Yes, it is. Um, How are you? How are you doing? (laughs) I'm fine. Yeah. Our amazing guest who's sitting here so patiently. She's so cool. Guys, first of all, I have to brag. Okay. This is my friend. She's amazing. She helped me teach Lewis how to swim. Uh, Lewis dunked his head under and I freaked out. This is a little backstory. Ariel's incredible. But most importantly, besides that, she was quoted by the New York Times saying she had a perfect joke. And I am just so excited. And it was current and it was during COVID. Okay. I'm just going to read a little tip. This is from Jason Zinneman. He said, on a beautiful Thursday evening in Prospect Park, Ariel Elias is a sly young comic from Kentucky, walked down a hill, looked at a few dozen socially distant audience members. This joke perfectly captured the odd mix of excitement, anxiety, and guilt I felt sitting in a socially distant crowd. Some unmasked, cackling through illegally produced stand-up comedy under the vast blue sky. It's all backwards, Elias concluded, adding that even handling bar fights has changed. Now they say, hey, buddy, take it inside. 
Oh, wow. I just had to read that because I'm so proud of her. What a great quote. Please welcome Ariel Ariel Elias. Wow, I've never been so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud. It's it's all downhill from here, man. No, New York Times says you have a perfect joke. Wow. Perfect joke. I called Ariel after. I was like, do you realize a perfect joke? Tens across the board. That's incredible. Ten, ten, ten. During COVID? Wow. I, I have not, I describe Ariel to people as like, well, she told the perfect joke described in New that's, York Times. That's that's how you got to do it. That's I'm so hot right now, <laughs> physically. Wearing a sweater, take it off. But I was very cold. <laughs> well, now you're on Scam Wow, and things change on a dime. <laughs> things, wow. he, things get heated up in here. Things Whew, get heated. Baby. Ariel's Whew. so fabulous, you guys. I cannot say enough great things about her. She's a local historian like myself and just a great friend and when friends are succeeding and they're telling perfect jokes you have to celebrate and you have to lift them them. up you You got to so perfect joke lady (laughs) what else so perfect joke what do you what do you got for us no crush but can you nothing i have nothing okay don't don't tell me anything don't even worry kaylin you're very easy to be a good friend too I mean, Sue, too. I mean, Sue, I don't know you as well, but I think you're probably very nice, too. Thank you. Yeah, no, Katie's good. I feel like you're on the, whenever, um, I would have a cab driver and he would like talk to me and he'd be like, so what do you do for a living? I'd be like, I'm a comedian. He'd be like, oh, tell me a joke. I feel like that's the situation you're in right now. (laughs) Yeah, it feels that way. I would never tell a cab driver what I do. I always, I always say dog trainer. Really? That's true. Yeah, because this uh without being too culturally insensitive they're usually from a country where they're afraid of dogs and so then oh. they're afraid of me because they think that i can speak to the dog they really? <laughs> that's my thing i think you're completely correct they i didn't know dog phobia was like a geographical it's a big thing. thing no it's wow. a big and it, i mean there are different cultures there are some cultures that like do not understand why dogs would ever be inside yeah, in Astoria, there's a lot of people that cannot stand our dog. They like jump to the other side of the street. They'll run into incoming traffic. They are really, it's a really fabulously diverse neighborhood, but they are completely afraid of our dog. Oh, wow. Go, good for you. I'm going to tell people that. I tell people I'm a mom, and then they're like, oh, great. <laughs> That's all I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I tell them how tired I am. And I always say, I have one. I have one kid, they go, any more? And then I tell them no, and they're disappointed. (laughs) Everyone's disappointed I don't have seven children. You're never going to talk to me again. You're dropping me off in five minutes. I'm going to whatever, TJ Maxx. You don't – why is it upsetting to you that I don't have more children? Can I tell you my last um, Uber driver, when he dropped me off, he asked – like when we were on my block, he asked me what I paid for rent. And I told him, and then he sort of started making fun of me because he lives on Staten Island and owns a place. And then it Ew. drastically affected how I tipped him. Good. 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 You're like, you um, own a place. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, please don't roast me while I'm just trying to go home. Yeah. And I'm going to rate you a negative review. Oh. No, I, no, I, st- no, no, no. I still give him five stars. I'm terrified. You're good. You're a good person. Terrified. They're terrified. You're terrified that he's going to get you. I'm right, just he knows like, where you live now. Yeah, I'm just afraid of being mean to strangers. Yeah, where are you? Where are you from? Originally Kentucky. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I feel like that's a, like a midwestern thing. Is like polite no matter nice what. To strangers. Yeah, 
I think it's everywhere outside of New York yes, and Boston actually. is like being polite yes. to people around you. Yes. Yeah. That's true. It's like a common thing you also learn in kindergarten, but it, it soon gets kicked out of you in New York as soon as you get in. Um. So are you into scams? Did you bring us a scam? I know nothing. Yes. Okay, so I have so first before I tell you my scam, can I tell you that Bernie Madoff is specifically why I didn't get to go on birthright with my school? Yes, tell um, us why. Because Bernie Madoff, like, so he like obviously scammed all these people out of their money, including a lot of Jews who like gave to the like birthright foundation. Oh. So suddenly they lost a ton of their funding and had to cut all these trips and they started prioritizing like only older people <gasps> or if you had gotten in under a certain deadline and I waited until like kind of the last minute as is my thing mm-hmm. and so I got rejected from birthright which I didn't know was possible and then at the last minute they added on another trip and I got to go but it was an orthodox trip with nobody Oy. I knew and none of us knew each other and only a couple of us were orthodox but oh. I didn't get to like fuck any of our soldiers that's not no. not ours but like you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Um, because so like Bernie Madoff personally cock-blocked me. Uh, he um, definitely did. Yeah. Definitely. So, like, his, the money, the birthright scam. money was, like, tied up in his pyramid scheme, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. What a dude. So, so, yeah, I'm, like, into scams. The scam that I chose, so part of it is also when I was in fifth grade, there was this girl um, who, like, looking back on it now, I feel very sorry for her. Um, but she suddenly, like, one day, like, found, because we had those desks that had, like, you could put stuff inside of them, you know, like, yes. you could reach in. I love those. Um, and she, like, one day, like, reached in and found a note that was, like, a death threat. This was in fifth grade. She, she found a note that, like, had a death threat to her. And everybody was, like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? And then, like, throughout the days, she would, like, find more and more. And then she would find them written inside of her textbooks. And then, like, like she, like, accused a boy in our class of doing it. Um, and then one day we just kind of like saw her with like her hands inside the desk, like with her arms moving. And then she'd be like, I found another one. And it was like, she was writing herself death notes to like get sympathy. So in that vein, I give you Samantha as a party. Have you heard of her at all? Never. Nothing. nothing. Okay. This is still like a current thing. Oh, good. We're out of the loop. Get us in it. So, okay, we'll start in 2010 um, in Brisbane, Australia. This woman named Dakota Johnson shows up. I guess not really a woman. She's a girl. She's 14 years old. Her name is Dakota Johnson. Real quick, does that raise any red flags to you? Dakota, is that the name of the one from Fifty Stages of Grey? Yes. The actress's name from Fifty Stages of Grey. Great. You guys are unscammable. Okay. Thank you. Um, So she shows up. um, She, like, goes to the police. She's like, uh, hi, I'm 14. I was like traveling with my uncle. We got separated. Um, I'm like a victim of like trafficking. I was like, raped, all this stuff. And they're like, oh my God, this is so awful. Yeah. So they like, all she has with her are like some clothes and a laptop and a letter from a private school um, and a receipt from a bank from like the island where she said she and her uncle had been traveling to. And so she like, they're like, let's help you. Um, was she, she trafficked like, by her uncle or she was. So like- it's like pretty unclear. Okay. Um, but that seems to be like the implication. Okay. And when she says like they parted ways, it's like, it's not clear if he ditched her or if she escaped. Okay. But like either way, something traumatic happened. They're very clear on that. Is she um, is she American or Australian? No, she is Australian. Okay. Great questions. Thank you. But so she so they're like, okay, you're 14 years old. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, go to school. 
Um, and she's like, great. I'm so happy to be in school. And then the police, this is like a sentence I read that did not connect with me at all. It was like, the police really wanted to help her. <laughs> like, can you imagine? No, clearly Australian. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Australia is a really nice person country. Like, yeah. I feel like everybody there is very kind. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything around you is hostile. Like That's the whole true. environment is so hostile. So they're like, we're going to help. It's like how like people in New York are like nicer to each other now that we've all like faced so much death. Yes, but um, only New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Everybody else is, was already nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the police like do some more digging because they're like, well, wait, we have to like bring these people to justice who hurt mm-hmm. you. And so they're like, let's check her laptop. They find this photo of her with her family and it has a timestamp, like a date. And they do some research and they find they like they're able to tie it to some tour guide that like her family went on some vacation. Come to find out. They find out who she is. She is 22 years old. She is not 14. She is Samantha as a party. She forged the letter from the private school and she forged the bank receipt. So they're like, what the hell? So she like faces some charges, but it's Australia. So it's like not that bad. It's very kind. So then. So that's 2010. In 2011, Emily as a party, which, like, she didn't even change her last name. So wow, lazy. lazy. Yeah, lazy. Um, she shows up in Perth, or Pith. Okay. Um, <laughs> Is that how you say it? I don't know I anything. Think that's, how, that's not how I say it. I think that's how they say it. <laughs> and we have some listeners in Australia, and they will correct us. So, guys, so yes, great. feel free to write in and tell us how it really sounds. <laughs> so she shows up and is like again a teenager. I couldn't find out like how old, but she's a teenager. She makes friends with this girl, tells this girl that she is like a world class gymnast who trained in Australia, <laughs> which is such a fact checkable. Like just be like yes. do one cartwheel, right? right. <laughs> Backflip for me, please. It's, she's what just a like, weird flex. Yeah, it's so it's such a crazy lie, and she's just like, yeah, I'm like this elite gymnast. <laughs> Um, and then she like, you know, she's like friends with this girl, meets her parents, and then tells this her friend's parents at some point that her whole family has suddenly died in France. <gasps> and not only have they died, but her father killed her mother and her twin sister. Oh my god, a murder suey. I mean, it feels it feels like a shit creek. Sure. Moira yes. storyline from the soap opera she sure. was on. Like it's exactly. so So her her friend's parents are then like, oh my God, you poor thing, we'll adopt you. Oh no. How old is she pretending to be? She's got it. Sh- it's unclear. Yeah. But like t- you know, for- between 14 and 16. Okay. Um, and she's actually 23. She was born in 1988. Okay. Not a whole lot known about like her early life. Okay. So so she's like, oh, my God, really? You would adopt me? Oh, I would no. love that. So this bitch <laughs> steals the identity of a judge in Florida who is an, an actual adoption expert. <gasps> like gets, I don't know if she like hacks into that person's email or just fakes an email um, and then emails the parents. Of like, here's what you'll need to get all the adoption papers. It's just, it's so much work. I, I oh, can't get over wow. the work ethic of this girl. She then um, fakes a birth certificate. Mm-hmm. They like adopt her sort of. Um, they enroll her in school. But then as soon as she gets to school, the school is like, oh my God, this is not a real birth certificate. <laughs> or a real person. <laughs> <laughs> and she does six months in jail. <gasps> um, wow. Which is another, like, I can't imagine a school 
doing like that much due diligence. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she does six months for that. Then in 2013, she shows up in Dublin. Uh, and she shows up like just on the street looking very dazed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's it's such very, a funny like, description. Like she's time warped there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> she yes. learned how to teleport, figured it out, scammed <laughs> yeah. her way into a teleport she's certificate, like, ended up in Dublin. Yes. So she shows up on the street just like dazed. Somebody <laughs> in I- in Dublin comes up to her and is like, excuse me, lass. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Spot on. <laughs> Do you have listeners in Ireland? They can email you too about yes, how yes, guys. Ariel's really crushing it <laughs> as far as your accents. You're welcome. We also have people in, I think, Peru. <laughs> so okay. work on that one. But so she um she's they're like, Do you need help? Like, are you okay? And she like can't answer. And so they just like call the ambulance and take her to the hospital. That like seems like the logical place for her. So she's in the hospital. She's still like not speaking. They assume she speaks no English. Yeah. She's like mumbling shit for three weeks. She's in the hospital in the for hospital? three weeks. What not a good saying dig. shit. What a Nobody good can <laughs> Such wow. free rent, free meals. Fine. So like somebody hands her like a piece of paper and she starts drawing. And she draws the first thing she draws the article that I read, which was a great it was a New Yorker article, recommend. It only goes up to twenty thirteen, but if you're interested. Mm-hmm. She draws a tiny stick figure, which is her on a plane to Ireland. And then she draws that same tiny stick figure on a bed with several men surrounding her. And the nurses and doctors, like one of the nurse, like nurses starts like bursting into tears. They're like, Oh my God, this girl was trafficked. Like, this is so awful. Like, where did she come from? Who is she? Um, They like do all this work. They put in all these hours. Finally, this is like a mo- I'm curious about what your thoughts are on this. Mm-hmm. The police then pu- they take a photo of her and put it on all the news, mm-hmm. like trying to find out who she is. What do you think about that? Because keep in mind, they think she's like a 15 year old girl who's yeah, been. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that. Like if that. also she's a, a self track, if she's a trafficked victim, like that's there should be some degree of privacy. Then her traffickers could be looking for right. her. And right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that happened. What actually happens though is her stepdad sees the photo and is like, "Oh my god, that's fucking Sam." <laughs> there she <laughs> and is. And calls them up. <laughs> calls them up and is like, "Hey, that's like my that's my ex's kid." Um. So then they find out this girl has over forty aliases. Wow. Um. And it's just like she is a con artist. Like she and there was Sam. no like to get her to Ireland. Like there was no. Like, I'm curious, was there some sort of, like, sexual thing she did to get there? Was she, like, was any of that true? Or is it all fake? Do we know how she got to Ireland? Do we know how? No, I don't know how she got to Ireland. Like, I mean, she yeah, teleported, she flew, right? but, like. Okay. Really? <laughs> yes. She, through time and space. There's also, all I could find about her upbringing was that, you know, it was, like, she was born in 1988 to, like, a middle-class family, and she was, like, erratic. Yeah. But I, but that doesn't, like, she sure. very well could have, like gone through a lot of trauma right like something could have happened to this girl who knows however there are plenty of people who go through trauma who do not come up all of us (laughs) everybody listening has gone through trauma (laughs) yeah only have one screening so that happens 2014 the next year she's in calgary her name is aurora hepburn now wow 
That's so fake. Wow. Aurora, Aurora Hepburn. Hepburn. Like, also, like, the audacity to think that you belong amongst the I know what I was going to say. Is so Or Catherine, either side of the globe, you don't. So at this point, she is 26, says she's 14, um, does the whole, like, I was abducted, I was sexually assaulted, I was tortured, shows up at a police station, says all this stuff. Um, they put in like all these hours and money to try to look for her, da, 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 da. Um, where she had actually come from when she got to Calgary was she had previously been in Ireland, even though she had been deported before she like still like figured it her out. way back into Ireland, <laughs> figured it out. She was working as an au pair. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. Yes. But apparently she was a great au pair. <laughs> you need a lot of imagination with kids. Because she can play a lot of characters. Yeah. That's yeah. You need to come and eve every day, like a fresh, a new. You need to take each day as it comes, as it's fr- A lot of kids have multiple personalities. Yeah. You know, she totally. needs to live in a different reality every time she sees these annoying children. I get it. Yes. They're yeah. like, let's play pretend. And she's like, that's my favorite On game. it. <laughs> Beat you to it. I'm already pretending. This is my life. Pretend it's my life. So when she was in Ireland as this au pair, her name was Indy O'Shea, which even to me seems like pretty like, I don't know. It just seems so Irish. It's bad. It's a bad name. (laughs) Said she was 18 um, and would like to this family would casually sort of like drop hints about her past. Like she was real mysterious, like real vague. But would say things like talk about like how she had been on a private jet and like had these like prominent relatives. And then at some point she just is just like, yeah, the illegitimate child of the princess of Sweden. (gasps) Um. Amazing. That's my favorite. That's my favorite lie of all the con artists. And the parents are also just like, okay, like, (laughs) there's no whatever. And then she says, there's like some convoluted story that I couldn't even make sense of. She ends up needing a new passport. Says she had been an au pair for, like, a Danish politician previously. Um, She gets a new passport, but the passport has a different name and a different photo. The parents see it and are like, what the fuck? And she's like, no, it's fine. Um, They said I could do this. They? (laughs) She's like, they said, no, no, it's okay. They said it's fine. That's my favorite thing. Um, (laughs) And then at some point, and then so from there, she goes to Calgary, and that's when they catch her again. Okay. So that happens. Wait, what does she do in Calgary? What kind of stuff? That's when she just like showed up at the police station and was like, hey, I was trafficked and tortured. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But I, it's like very weird. There's just like little, some of these are like super detailed stories and some of them are just like, she showed up here and pretended to be right. It's yeah. so like, weird yeah. that she keeps going to police stations when she's committing a crime. <laughs> yeah. Well, so weird. Because it's like, well, it's so weird to me too because I feel like usually scam artists, there's a goal. Right. Like the goal yeah. is like money or like, I don't know, like a great time. Yeah. With her, it's like, I don't really like the goal seems to be like yeah. sympathy. Attention. And I think it's, a mo- it's, a mo- yeah, it's an attention. Think- it's I think it's to stir up like chaos wherever she is and have everybody sort of fuss around her. It might be like she probably did have a weird whatever her family background was. Yeah. It sounds like her stepdad's like, yeah, that's my ex is somebody like she doesn't he doesn't really care. So maybe this was like the way she could feel need or attention or you know that a family of people or cops care about her because she's lying about something that is she's picking the most like horrific sad upsetting story she's really and pushing that hard yeah and it's like the stuff you like can't and shouldn't question you should question like 
like when you see like you know logic flaws like sure but it's like yes it's like a for if somebody who you think is 14 years old shows up and is like these horrible things happen to me you don't go like did they know? <laughs> yeah. i mean some the, yeah i mean twitter right. does but like we <laughs> right. shouldn't we shouldn't no. no and also it's even if they do sort of ask those questions it's very slow everyone knows that if you're dealing with an actually traumatized child you have to go very slow you have to gain their comfort like that does give her an extra week in a hospital bed with free room and board. Like it does, it's sort of the kind of thing she can pull that keeps her at whatever location as long as, until they find out. Wait, so we're in Calgary, right? Yes, we're in Calgary. Okay. I think there's also, sorry, just real quick. I do think there's also this thing of like, I looked at photos of her and there aren't so many because she was very careful about like, she was really insistent on like never wanting to be in Mm -hmm. photos. But, like, the photos that there are of her, it's, like, this girl does not look like a teen. Really? And I think, no, I mean, like, sort of. I think it is this thing of, like, every, like, high school show or movie you watch, like, all the actresses are, like, actually 26. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah, so all of these, like, pe- like to see this actual 26-year-old show up and be, like, I'm 14. And they're, like, okay. <laughs> like, I think there's, it's just. Everything's it's weird. That yeah. is wild. <sighs> okay. So then she shows up in Sydney. Now her name is Annika Decker, which again, these names. Decker, yeah. And this time she makes friends with this girl, with this American girl who, um, they're, I think she's like 18. Um, so they, they become friends and Annika, God, <laughs> tells this girl she was like royalty who was kidnapped as a young girl. Oh my gosh. Um, and her keepers were Interpol agents. What? And this <laughs> what movie had she just seen on whatever airplane she flew over from? Yes. And it's like also I feel so bad for this American girl, but also like she girl. picked the dumb American. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah. yeah. I never want to victim blame. But you're a dumb but. dumb. No, I could have been that girl so easily. <laughs> same. Same. It's it's like so romantic and she's like traveling. She wants to help yeah. someone. Yes. So then, like, and she, like, Samantha tells this friend, Samantha slash Annika, tells her new friend, they're after me, they're oh, after God. us, like, somebody's going to kill us. She then, so the the friend, the American friend, gets an email from somebody whose email address is at interpol.com. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, it's like it would at least be interpol.org or, or you know what I mean? or like or like or, or gov or something i don't know yeah. so this email which of course is samantha mm-hmm. is like you have you're in trouble oh, no. molly you're in danger girl you gotta get out you gotta get out <laughs> there's of a meme of you're in danger girl all that stuff yeah <laughs> danger girl <sighs> and so this american girl then gets sent documents um that they that they need in order to get new IDs, and she's just like, yeah, I'll help my friend. I'll go get document. Like I'll go get the new IDs oh, for no. us. Um, the <laughs> the ID name for the American girl is Amy Fisher. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. 
but we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Sure. So they go to Brisbane, they get out of Sydney, they go to Brisbane. It's hard to say if this is real or not. I think it is not. But Sam- Samantha then says like one night, she's like, I have a really bad headache. So the American girl calls an ambulance, which is like, what health insurance yeah. do you Where fucking you? have that for a, for a headache. headache? Yeah. Um, They're in Australia, but still like, I, just to be conditioned to. Australia does have great health care, though. It's incredible. My, For a headache? No, my best you friend went and she ambulance? said the hospitals were spotless. Everything was so nice. She was like, I wish I lived there. Australia is the place where like, I wish I could die there. It just seems so nice. <laughs> Completely. Um, if you ever have a headache, first fly to Australia, then call an ambulance <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> and it would still be cheaper if you got your medical bill. <laughs> yes. 100%. <laughs> so upsetting. Um, so the ambulance comes and the EMTs or whatever they are ask 
uh, Samantha. They're like, are you okay? Like, who are you? Da, da, da. She then tells the EMTs that she's 14 mm. and that she and this American girl are sisters. Honey. And the American girl is like so taken aback that she's just like, uh, okay. Yeah, she's probably very confused. Yes. So they get to the hospital and when they're in the hospital, they like pull the American girl aside and it's like police and doctors and staff and they like accuse her of kidnapping <gasps> who the, this girl who they think is 14 years old and they're like and she's like no I didn't kidnap like I don't know what to I'm sure what? Samantha Annika said that to them privately I'm sure she pulled over a doctor and said she's kidnapped me because nobody I've accompanied friends to hospitals I've had people visit me no one immediately accuses me of being yeah. kidnapped so I'm sure Samantha said that to them or Sam so they ask this American girl, they're like recording her and they're like, are you, are you in danger? And she says no, but nods uh, yes, because she thinks they're in danger. She thinks oh, somebody's yeah. like after yeah. them to kill them. So then they, I don't know, let her leave. I don't really understand. Um, all of these articles are like from the sun. So, all right. you know, <laughs> so, yeah. who knows what really happened. But so Samantha then escapes the hospital the american girl says like she showed up with her fucking catheter still like in and the two of them go back to sydney um and then samantha's like okay while we're like we have to go to this safe house that i know which sounds basically just like a basement there's no wi-fi she keeps the american girl there for eight days so then also the american girl can't get like any texts or anything like back to her family to tell them what's going on not all there is she i mean she's 18 neither i mean no something's yeah yeah it's something's off yeah (sighs) She's she's just like very naive. Yeah, yeah there might it, be something. it happens. Yeah. In this interview with her, she is just like, yeah, I was a fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll come clean. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Okay, yeah. so she's very. Samantha kidnaps her for eight days, basically. Yeah, Samantha ends up kidnapping Correct. her. That's how I read it too. Yeah. So then, um, the fr- the American girl's like visa is running out. She ends up getting deported back to the U.S. When she gets back to the U.S., Sam fucking messages her and is like, someone's out to kill you in the U.S. Um, Try to come back to Australia. And at this point, the American girl's like, "Um, I think I don't want to go back to Australia. That wasn't like such a fun time for me. Um, But I'll meet you in Canada. That's crazy still. Samantha bought her a ticket, a plane ticket to Canada. So it's like coming out of her pocket. For your kidnapper. She was just kidnapped and she's like, look, this has been really traumatic, but I'll meet my kidnapper in Canada. Okay. Well, it's um, <laughs> like, what is it what? when somebody kidnaps you? Stockholm you... syndrome. Yes, like Stockholm. So they go to Canada. Sam gives the American girl a tracking device. Who knows what it is? It's just like something with a bunch of wires. And then the American girl realizes Sam is full of shit. Finally. And the way... Yeah. Okay. And here's the thing. Here's how she realizes she's full of shit is Sam had told the American girl that she was Swedish, that she was like Swedish mm-hmm. royalty. Um, again, remember like the princess of Sweden, illegitimate child from the previous story? Yeah. So she's still sticking with that. She's like got these threads. In Canada, somebody like tried to speak Swedish to... Samantha at some point Uh and Samantha was like I don't know what the fuck they're talking about (gasps) and this is when the American girl is like oh she's lying oh no that's when it clicked for her if only they've met a Swede in any other time in Australia (laughs) oh my god (laughs) 
Okay, so we're nearing the end. Um, 2017, she like poses as a foster child somewhere. I don't know where. Gets twenty thousand dollars worth of benefits. Um, goes. This girl's age range is just incredible. Incredible. Like, unbelievable. She could play so many roles. I'm so jealous. Uh-huh. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. She cannot play so many roles. People are just dumb. People don't know what a 13 year old actually looks like. Right. It's insane. Okay, the final one. And here's what she is currently standing charges for today. Um, in 2019, she goes by the name Harper Hernandez. So we Whoa, are just all over the map. Out there. <laughs> a whole different Come identity. Come on down. Why not? She's globe trotting <laughs> and so are her names. <laughs> <laughs> you can't contain her or her origin story. Her identities. <laughs> it's also like, I know this is not the main issue with this girl but the cultural appropriation oh, it's bad <laughs> right the amount that she does and i'm guessing she's a white so lady looks cute what blonde yeah. yeah okay yes 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 mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes literally mm-hmm. blonde um so this is back in brisbane she says she's 17 becomes an au pair again which again Solid she's very good at her. she's very good at if she had just stayed if she had just wanted to be a legit au pair I know. But instead, she steals the mom's identity. Okay. <laughs> Not so great. And her <laughs> takes her credit mm-hmm. card and uses the mom's credit card to pose as a casting agent to a 13-year-old girl she met on Instagram mm-hmm. who she convinces to – she flies this girl and her mom to mm-hmm. Australia so she can teach her how to become a model. Mm-hmm. Um and that some of that teaching is like teaching this girl uh, how to, what was it? It was like, she was like running through scenarios with this girl of like, okay, in modeling, here's something that might happen. And one of them was like telling the front desk person that her sister had died. Wow. That's key for modeling. Any model will always throw a family member <laughs> down I mean, a hole. You're on America's Next Top Model. You get some pretty outlandish scenarios that Tyra wants. <laughs> Tyra, Tyra wants all the tea, and that involves pretending your family's dead. Um, exactly. So then she, Samantha, like says that she's going to take the two kids on a stay trip to some town, and instead, Wait, two travels- kids. I thought it was the mom and the. No. no. So so these are two different scams running concurrently. Oh. She is au pairing for like two little kids. Steals the mom's identity and then gets this 13 year old to fly to Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, Good. And so those are like happening at the same time. But what she ends up going to jail for, what she ends up getting caught for, is she says she's taking these two girls. They're, sorry, I don't know if they're girls. These two little kids. She says she's taking them on like a day trip, I don't know, to the east and instead goes to the west. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think, like, the mom is, like, something's not right here. And I think, like, finds out about the credit card charges, calls the police. Samantha's arrested for kidnapping. She's facing, like, a ton of other charges. I don't even know what. And that is where she sits today, in custody, in Melbourne, awaiting trial. Wow. (laughs) And that is the scam artiste. Samantha as a party. Wow. Sue, she is an artist. She, she is an Sue, artist. Sue, I like this one. I want to, I love this one. I mean, I hate yeah. it, but I think we should. Yeah. Yes. This is it's good. very good. It's, wow. 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 She is an artist. Wow. And it's like with her, it's like a lifestyle. Like, it's, yeah. Because it, there's no, she spends 
so much of her own money. Like I don't, and it doesn't seem to be trying to like get that much money it's back. Worth it it to does her. just seem genuinely it feels very like Munchausen y. Yes. Yeah, like what's she gaining from all this? It sounds like that's this girl's attention. Yeah, and that's the only yeah. way she has any kind of a relationship in her life. Like her family's never mentioned and the way she develops any relationship is to lie and tell someone she's a casting agent or lie and say she was abused and then hold on to that relationship as until they figure out she can't speak Swedish and then has to create a brand new friend. But not to sympathize with the like whatever the bad guy but what if she's schizophrenic and she believes all this stuff and it's all real in her head you know. Well but she seems like very I mean one I would push back on that because she covers her tracks constantly. Mm -hmm. Like, she doesn't want to be in photos. She's constantly, like... I mean, look, there could be an element of paranoia, but she does seem to know, like, when to turn it on. there's a reason to be paranoid. You're lying a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think when it's, like... And not to say she's not mentally ill. I think, like, everything she has done (laughs) definitely shows some shit (laughs) fucked up. But I think, like, with schizophrenia, it's a bit more, like, you can't control it it's you can't control it and like yeah it doesn't seem like she's having delusions like she seems very aware of what she's doing and very smart when it comes to forging the documents and cracking into emails i think that's pretty incredible that she got that judge's email and identity not to put a credit card in the judge's name or not to like buy a house on the judge's dime to just use it as an email as evidence for her own small idea and then she's like scanning you know conning documents and that's incredible to me when somebody's forging documents and goes that far I think that's an incredible meticulous mind that's very creepy as well yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, I think I would say that this is not that bad of a scam but the children are the victims are all children yeah Yeah. and that's what makes it so bad so like the kid that came to model the 18-year-old that she took advantage of. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like a, a young child that she's taking advantage the of. The kids I mean, she's au pairing with, who good. knows if she was like lying with them. Like if she was saying that they were her kids when she was out with them and they didn't have any money. Like who knows what she actually did with them when she was on their own yeah. with them. It's yeah. really creepy. Also like, you know, look, I never want to feel bad for police departments, but like they put like thousands of hours into trying to figure out who totally. she was. And like, bring her traffickers to justice Damn. like and of course it's like she's like a pretty white girl but it is like yeah dude like this is like shit like this is fucked up you can't do this it just feels like she watched every episode of law and order and was like i'm gonna I bet do she that did. i bet yeah. she did do we do we know anything about her parents mm-hmm. like how did she figure this no. out or that step i mean maybe somebody does i don't yeah i like couldn't find I couldn't find very much. It was, like, briefly mentioned in that New Yorker article. But, like, there's just, like, not oh, – I would love to talk yeah, to Yeah, it seems like Damn. they're distancing themselves from her. <laughs> because if they're yeah. not traceable as well, that's probably on purpose. Because a lot of these con artists, you find out about their parents pretty easily. Like, it's pretty much linked up. Or, the be, or there will be, like, interviews or someone will say – you know, this is my cousin. She's ill. Especially in Australia. I feel like people are very open. What if she's not even Australian? <laughs> we don't even know. And what if her we last name, Asparazzi, wow. isn't even her last name? What is it? Twist. <laughs> yeah. Twist. It's not that. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> This is fascinating. And I can't believe that I've never heard of this girl. Like, after she's been conning people for 10 years. So I have had multiple 
best friends that have definitely used me and used my kindness to, you know, spend money on them or pay for things or sort of help them if they needed help and take my time and energy and like, you know, phone hours away, like worrying about their lives. And I feel like it's such a – when you're – the the honor and the code of friendship is so easily pulled and stretched to like yeah. make um, alliances for some horrible things. Like you could just be like, oh, but you're my best friend. You'll never let me down and you'll always stand by me. And there's all these like – even children's shows like Winnie the Pooh, it's like friends are always there. Well, if your friend is lying to you and wants you know to steal something and gives you that face like friends are there forever no matter what, it's it's a very uncomfortable position. I don't know. I think it depends how you're raised. My parents were like, trust nobody. (laughs) (laughs) I I never trusted my friends. Or like whenever girls would be like, but we hate her, right? We all hate her. My mom would be like, don't do that shit. You fucking judge for yourself. If you hate somebody, you don't do it because everybody else does. I was always ready to hate for a friend. (laughs) I was like, really? I was like, I was like, as long as it's not me, as long as it's not me, you hate. Who are we against? I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I was always ready to jump on his side. Yeah, uh, that's Uh, incredible. Incredible. Ariel, this is a great. How did you feel reading it? Were you like, what was running through your mind when you were reading it? It just kept going. I mean, I. A little bit of admiration, if I'm being totally honest, because, like, I can't even get myself to sit down and write a pilot. And this bitch is just, like, forging documents left and right and just, like, sitting down and doing the work. (laughs) (laughs) She has a lot of drive. She has a lot of... She's putting in the hours. Yeah. She, if somebody had, I feel like if, if, like, the right person had met her at the right time, she could be president. (laughs) Totally. Um, Yes. I don't know if that's well, what they have. Well, certainly of have. America. Completely. Yes. <laughs> I mean, for one, it's like very chaotic because I, I think something that happens and maybe I'm like, I think with like young women, especially like people don't really pay attention to like what we're capable of, yes. even when it's kind of yes. evil yes. and like villainous. Yes. And so reading stuff about like trying to like the most comprehensive article I could find was this New Yorker article, which like I'm very grateful for, but it was written in like 2015. Okay. And she has gone on to do so many more scams since then. And there's no like follow up. So I think like reading it partly, I was like, this is incredible. Like what an amazing, like, this is exactly what I was looking for when I wanted something to present to you guys. But also like, why is nobody like, why? I think the reason we don't know anything about her childhood is because no journalists have like taken up that mantle to go find out. Right, right, right. Because it's just, like, not a priority to find out about, like, a 31-year-old pretty girl who's, like, scammed some people but didn't, like, kill anybody. Yet. Like, didn't even really take anybody's money. Yeah. Yeah. There's time. She has her 40s to really, like, get in her groove (laughs) of, like, murder and more bribes and more abduction. Can I tell you, I... I'm sorry, I do think it's very fascinating that she did not pull any of this shit in America. And I think part of it is because, and maybe I'm projecting, because, but or maybe I'm just, like, assuming something. But, like, I think it's because, like, our prisons here are terrifying and they will throw the fucking book at mm-hmm. her. And we don't believe in reform no. here. So it's like, bye-bye. She'll bye. get beaten up to a pulp there in a second. Yeah. 
Yes. But I don't know if you're talking about. No, I think she'll do great. You in think? If you're, look at Anna Delvey. Anna Delvey's thriving. like thriving. In Anna prison. Delvey's making these little comic books of like anime girls in short skirts. It's incredible. Yeah. I feel like Who her is she? and Anna Delvey would be best Oh, friends. you would love oh, Anna Delvey, Ariel. Because she doesn't hurt any r- kids. She scams rich, young millennials. <laughs> you would love her, though. <laughs> She's, okay. she's great. I love the heiress story. She pretended I love she was an heiress. How often that comes up? Yeah, right. How many heiresses are even alive? There's probably like four, but everybody's but forty thousand pretending to be heiresses. I, I love. Know. That. I mean, it's a hard question. I mean, like Paris Hilton, like it works for her, you know. But she had she's like, the ultimate she's evidence. She's the ultimate scammer, and I love it. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Dog. <laughs> it actually is an heiress. Yeah. Yeah. All right, wow. Ariel. This is. Talking I know, this was so fun. Thank you. This was so really much. fun. Is it? Thank you. For I just don't want to hang up because I feel like is there anything else you want to say? But I know we've said we've chalked it all. No, it's okay. We can just talk on the phone. Okay. Later <laughs> <if you want. laughs> I know. This is really just, you can just okay. Me. That's true. That's one hundred percent true. Um, if you are a victim of Samantha as a party, let us Samantha know. Samantha at the party. Let us know. Email us at scamwellpodcast at gmail.com. We want to know more about this girl. If you're Australian and know more about her, let us Even know. Even if you're please. Australian, just call us. You can pronounce these cities for us. We'd love to know. Australian. <laughs> Australian, John, where have you been? Where you been? Come on. <laughs> and Ariel, if people want to reach out and find all the funny things you're saying and writing about, where can they on social media? Um, Please follow me on Twitter. Yes. You can follow me on Instagram too, but it's not as good. Um, I'm really a, a, a member of the written okay. word. Um, it's Ariel S. Elias. So it looks like Ariel's Elias oh. um, because Ariel Elias is already taken. Um, but I'll spell it real quick. It's A-R-I-E-L-S-E-L-I-A-S. Yes. That's my handle on both. Yay, yeah. guys follow her. She's so funny it's been written i love it um and guys if you have any tips or anything please call us because you know i love a phone call on our hot tip hotline which is i think this is right i don't have my phone on me 347-509-9414 wow yeah that's it. i have it Good job. only 100 episodes in and i finally memorized our hot tip hotline. Good job. <laughs> Guys, thank you and, so much. And you can always go to scamwellpodcast.com to check out our back episodes, our Patreon, our merch, all that kind of stuff. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And thank you, Ariel. Thank you, Caitlin, producer Kate. And thank we'll you see guys. you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.